You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. Hey, Money Boss parents, Anna Sirgunina is here, and we are in for another episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. Today, I want to dive in into talking to you about college savings plans and specifically 529 college savings plans. I know you probably have heard these terms one, you know, one way or the other, but I think it's time for us to spend some time discussing really what these accounts are. How do they work for you to understand where do you begin, how much you should be saving, what are the benefits as far as taxation goes, and a whole bunch of other things to consider when you're actually thinking about should you be picking this vehicle as a tool for you to save for future college costs. So without further ado, why don't we dive in? I think this is going to take us quite some time, so make sure you're um, sitting in a safe place and have a way to take notes as I'm going to go through uh, each of the sections here. It is quite detailed, and I'm going to make sure I include the links for you in the show notes as well. So the first, I want to help you understand the basics. What is a college savings plan, 529. What's the 529 number? Interesting enough, it's actually a section or IRS code section that specifically addresses how these plans work. So that's all it is, right? No particular meaning around this number. However, these accounts are specifically designed to help you save for education-related expenses. I'm gonna expand that definition because traditionally it's been only used to pay for college-related expenses. And recently, we've had some tax laws changes that went in effect that expanded the use of these accounts for K through 12 education, and there's some limits, and also some states have still to approve whether these funds can be used from these accounts. But for the purposes of our conversation today, I want you to think about them as vehicles to help us save for college. We do know the cost of college is increasing. I saw a recent statistic, um, I think it was on Smart Asset, that uh, uh, a projected uh, increase of tuition is about 8% per year. And um, from here on on, it just keeps on increasing. So I think that's where having this conversation, whether this is a vehicle that you should utilize, is really important. Now, personal story, I have actually 
Funny enough, when I started my career as a financial planner, I had a, I call it a volunteer job. Uh, it was still a job which paid very little, but it gave me a really great experience in understanding how these accounts work, what they provide, and also ability to, to speak to parents. So I used to work for Maryland 529 College Savings Plan. And my job was to go out to elementary schools and middle schools and actually attend like parent-teacher conf conferences or PTA meetings and talk to parents about how these plans worked. And I specifically talked about Maryland plan because that's who paid me money. But it was fun because um, I got to interact with parents. And, and funny enough that I realized, and I did it for a few years. Also, uh, side note, I, I would also go to like state fairs. You know how once a year, uh, like a county will have a fair. And so people come to the fair, families usually, to hang out and you know play on the rides and eat popcorn and all kinds of stuff. And then there I was with my little table and a tablecloth and a little give giveaway toys and little gadgets and brochures about how parents should start opening these accounts and start saving money. And I know that Maryland 529 College Plan has two types, and I'll talk to you a little bit about those too, um, that like you could start with as little as $25 um, to begin the contribution. So that was a fun job. Now, I intimately got to understand what these accounts are, how they benefit you. And now, since my son is almost five, it's it's something that Yuri and I started as soon as he was born. Now, things evolved over the years, and I've seen many families utilize these particular vehicles uh, for savings for college. I've seen clients who actually use those accounts and, and close them once the funds were spent for the kids. So they've been around for quite some time. Now, I, want, I mentioned something that I want to clarify for you, but there are different types of 529 college savings accounts. One is called prepaid tuition, and the other is typically referred to education savings plan. Most of you probably have heard of just the traditional education savings plan. That's the plan that you can actually pick your own investments in. A lot of times you have options for like stocks and bonds or combination funds or what, they, what they're referred to as age-based enrollment uh, funds. So for example, if your child goes to college in 2025, then most likely there was a fund that had that date set so that the allocation of investments, stocks to bonds inside those accounts would specifically be targeted for the date when they start their first year of college. So that's the typical one. The second one that's less known, and um, I haven't seen that many clients utilize that, but those who have actually um, really tremendously benefited from it because it's called prepaid tuition plan. And so basically, it, it's just like it sounds. It allows you to prepay or buy these credits or units at the current price and whatever that unit. So for example, when you look Let's use Maryland as an example. I'm not particularly stuck on it, but that's just a good good example because I know it intimately. So Maryland has this type of a plan. Let's say you wanted to buy a semester of a community college or semester of a Maryland school tuition in today's dollars. Remember I mentioned at the beginning that these costs 
for of college are going up on average 8% a year. So you wanted to kind of get ahead of inflation and buy like a semester or two or you can buy however many you want. You can buy the whole four years. You can actually do that. What's, what's good about that is that you pay today's tuition. So whatever tuition is this year, that's the fee you're paying. And from there, you can have a payment plan that allows you to make payments over time um, and so forth. And so, but you might be wondering, okay, well, I buy the tuition now, um, but what happens if my child decides to go into a different school, if it's not a Maryland school, or if it's not any other state-specific school? That's okay, because um, these plans have a lot of flexibility of how you can use the money. And so what happens is Maryland has, across all of the schools, state schools, or any state, um, has specific number, right? Like what's the average tuition for college in that state? And so if you have prepaid for the tuition and let's say your child decides to go to Harvard, I'm just going to pick an expensive schools or Ivy League schools, then what they're going to do, this plan is going to give you the average of those tuition for that particular year. And then you're going to have to come up with a difference. So those of you who are really certain that your kids are probably going to be in state schools or they're going to go to the school in a, in the state that you currently live or you're projecting that you're going to be moving somewhere else, that's where these might be beneficial. Now, on the other side, the savings, education savings plans, those are the ones that you can pick investments and actually grow them at a much different rate, right? Because, and, and right, there's risk and return with those because you're exposing those to stock market fluctuation, bond market fluctuations, and things like that. So it really is a preference of what your risk tolerance is, but do know that those actually exist across the board. One of the biggest known benefits of 529 plans are tax benefits, flexibility of how you can use them, and portability. So let's talk about each of these um, features. Tax benefits, depending on which state you live in, and right now, um, and I double-checked it this morning. As of now, there are about 30 states that offer tax deductions on the contributions that you are going to make. Now, for those of you who are on Instagram, you want if you want me to confirm for you what the, if your state offers a deduction on the contributions that you're going to make, send me a word state. And I will personally look up that information. So DM me word state and I'll look up the information for your state and I will confirm how much deduction you actually are going to get on the contributions that you're making and whether your state, you know, altogether has um, those benefits. Because one, this is sort of the first benefit because the second layer to this tax benefits in the 529 college savings plans is that your contributions, if, if let's say you lived in a state that didn't offer a deduction like California, because I live in California, I know that really well, then not to worry because the second layer of the benefits uh, when it comes to taxes is that your contributions, so all the savings that you're going to make, are going tax-free if these monies were used for qualified education expenses. And there's a long list of all what those expenses are. But that's probably your biggest 
benefit that you want to focus on. Yes, it helps if you get a, a deduction for contributions that you made and your state offers that, but I wouldn't be just disappointed if you were in California just like me and you never got a deduction for the contributions you made. So again, uh, on Instagram, DM me word state and I am at Money Boss Parent, and I'm happy to confirm for you what those benefits are uh, for tax deductions and whether your state offers it. Becoming a new parent is extraordinary, life-changing event that brings a mix of emotions from joy to worry, excitement and fear. Suddenly, you're not only responsible for yourself, but also for another little person who depends on you for everything and it's okay to feel overwhelmed. But remember, you've got this. Did you know that raising a child from birth to age 18 can cost over $234,000 on average? And that does not even include things like daycare, private school, or college savings for the future. Planning for these expenses is crucial, and that's where the Money Parent Checklist comes in. I've created this resource for new parents like you to get you started. It will help you adapt and prepare for the, your new financial reality. It's a comprehensive guide that covers everything from setting up a budget for your new family, planning baby expenses, securing your child's future, and even preparing for those exciting college years ahead. Yes, I've got you covered from A to Z, so you can focus on cherishing those precious moments with your little one. But don't let money worries Get in the way of creating unforgettable memories. Visit parentmoneychecklist.com today and grab your free copy. So if you, for example, live in Maryland, and I've got to look up what Maryland um, contributions levels are, but I think it's about $4,000 if I'm not mistaken, then let's say you contribute $4,000 to either prepaid tuition plan or you have the savings plan. That's how much you can deduct on your state income taxes. So it's not a federal deduction, it's a state income tax deduction. And still, your account is going to grow tax-free and you can use it for all qualified education expenses. Now, I mentioned flexibility as well because let's say we go back to that example where your child doesn't, doesn't decide to go to the state school that you were thinking, right? Or they got get accepted somewhere else in a different state, not necessarily an expensive Ivy League school, and that's okay. The flexibility of for you to use the funds from the 529 college plan exists across the board. Now, that's where the savings accounts or savings plans are more popular than prepaid tuition because of this feature. You can just take whatever the funds you have in that account and apply those dollars for the tuition that you need to pay in a different state, school, in a different state, even in a different country. Actually, interesting enough, there's a laundry list of schools internationally that you can use your 529 uh, dollars uh, to pay for the tuition. And the last one I mentioned was ease of use. So they are fairly easy to set up. It's like, just like any other investment accounts, a lot of major custodians offer um, 529 college savings plans. I'll cover in the next episode some of the, some of the most popular um, and what I would suggest for you to explore. But just for right now, um, know that there are options. Now, I want you to kind of think about this um, f f for a little bit, but 
as you're getting started, it probably really helpful would for you and your significant other or you sit down as a family to think about what are your goals like and what are your expectations like it shouldn't be just because this account sounds so good and it's the money grows tax free for college and the college so expensive and all of that stuff what how does this like really fit in the context of your overall financial plan will you be able to consistently save or do you have maybe, for example, funds right now and you want to make a one larger contribution at the beginning and later on, you know, maybe add more? I've had clients where they've like overfunded these accounts at the beginning when the kids were young and then, you know, they didn't have to make any more contributions because they just let the funds ride and they grew and they had enough. It's a, it's a bit of a guessing game. I'm not going to lie about that or, you know, making some assumptions because you don't know where you your child is going to go to school. Um, you can assume, and a lot of times, like I've seen families, Yuri and I had a completely different experience. Yuri had a full full scholarship for room and board and tuition. I had to, you know, pay out of pocket, borrow money, had student loans, and my family contributed. So like, depending what your background is and what your view of whether this is a vehicle for you and should you be funding it to the fullest, really depends. So as you think this through, I want you to kind of agree on that first, because the next step is you agree that, okay, we're ready to do this. And you know, the, the, the best part that I've learned uh, when I volunteered for Maryland 529 college plan is that this is a conversation to have as a family, when you have a newborn, when I was talking to parents who had kids in like elementary school, it's like you kind of like five, six, seven, eight years late into the game. And I get it. You know, you have to figure this out, how it fits into your finances. But it's like as you're as you're trying to fit one more savings um, thing you have to do in order to achieve your goals, I feel like if you start earlier, um, it just it just goes so much longer for you because you have time. That's the real advantage. You have time and you are able to save a little bit over time and grow your funds um, as, as your child grows. So, and because we're guessing so far in advance, I feel like that's just an easier, um, easier pill to swallow, if you will, in your uh, overall budget. Um, I, if you, um, again, find me on Instagram, I'm at moneybossparent and message me words, two words, Vanguard College. I will send you a calculator. I love Vanguard's calculator because it allows you to really um, like create a mini college plan. As, uh, as a side note, I actually um, use this quite a bit for uh, when I create college savings plans for my uh, clients. It, the, 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 the great part about this calculator, and there are millions of them on out on internet, but I like this one is because it's simple. It allows you to kind of like put some projections and change uh, like maybe you're, star you're starting to save or maybe you're stopping or maybe you have like external accounts. So it's it's really robust, easy to use, and it's like a good starting tool because you can you can pick a school if you know what the school is. Like you can actually look up a specific school. Um, you can select whether it's a community college or um, a four-year university. Um, so it's a really neat and easy tool. So send me a DM. Vanguard College, and I'm happy to share that calculator um, with you um, so that you can start to figure out what that looks like um, 
but just just in and I want to I don't want to throw any numbers on the podcast right now um, because I want you just to kind of get a basic start and and just look up a little bit um, and understand how this will fit into your family and then we can get into the specifics um, of all of that. So the other thing to mention on on this uh, episode would be uh, these plans and just because not every state offers, a 529 plan, sometimes you'll hear words that they describe them as state-specific or state-sponsored or out-of-state plans, which is fine. Uh, it doesn't really matter which of these you pick. Now, if you were to go for uh, the, the plan in your state, and even when I lived in Maryland, I was still more of um, a favor. This is be after I worked for them, so no hard feelings, Maryland 529 plan. Um, you have to look at what fees you are actually paying because what is a 529 college savings plan? It's an investment account. And if we're going for the investment account, not the prepaid uh, type of uh, account, then we really need to be paying attention to what kind of fees are we paying for those investments. So this is where this concept of state-sponsored or out-of-state plans really comes to mind. So, And I wouldn't even have you be confused about this, I would really look at what kind of fees, what kind of fund options exist for um, for the 529 plan in my state. Are those inexpensive? I'm looking for index funds. Um, I'm looking for exchange-traded funds if they exist or those target date funds that I mentioned, age-based, that are not going to cost you um, a ton because one of the predictor of future performance of an investment is the kind of fees you pay. And the less fees you, fees you pay, the more you're going to keep in your actual account altogether. Where this is also come, comes in in the decision for you to make whether you stay with the state-sponsored plan, right, or the state, if the state offers the plan um, that you can choose or you go elsewhere. Like, for example, in California, we do not have um, a plan or a deduction that's going to benefit us on our taxes. Although we should, and if the state of California is hearing me, they should probably consider it because we pay hell of a taxes here in California. So I specifically chose to go and, 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 and picked a plan outside of our state because, because I wasn't getting a deduction. I wanted to have a plan that had the, le the least fees for the investment options. Um, because the timeline is long. I started when Liam was just born, and I wanted to make sure that we weren't spending too much in fees on these investments. So granted that all the options are the same across the board for the plans, it's really about what are we paying on an annual basis uh, to own those investments. So think about that. Look at the state-specific uh, option that you have and compare if that's going to make any difference for you. For for those of you parents who have kids that are a little bit older, let's say your kids are like 12, 15, and you're still considering that maybe this is a good option or you're adding one, uh, one of these plans to your stack of investments, I would really also look at this a little bit differently because you may not really need to have a whole lot of deductions right now because you really are so close to starting to use these funds and maybe you have a larger balance. These plans have some portability, which, you know, if you move from state to state, you can take your 529 plant with you. 
Um, but I would really look at, again, if you're bringing like a larger balance 529 plan into a new state or into rolling it over into a new 529 account, I would look at what the fees are first because, you know, the larger the balance, the more the fees um, that you're going to pay. So your homework from today's conversation, and we're going to have another episode because I've got to f- cover a few more things with you. And I also want to share some of the like the top plans that I've researched and I like, and we can dive a little bit deeper on how, um, you know, what should you be saving in general to kind of get this started, you know, regardless what your budget can afford and so forth. So that's for the next uh, uh, episode. But for right now, I want you to to think about what are your goals as a family? Discuss between uh, all of you what kind of college you might be interested in saving for. And then also look up the, just like go to that college, look up what the annual tuition it is today so that you can get a, get a good idea, right? Because I don't want you to be having this rosy picture that like things going to be okay. Um, they will be okay as long as you have a plan for it. Um, so that's it, my friends. I'll have all of the links I mentioned in in the show notes as well and connect with me on Instagram. I am at moneybossparent. And if you've got a minute before you close out for today's conversation, please leave us a review. I really appreciate you tuning in. I really appreciate you giving us comments and feedback. It, it, it goes to say that you value this information and you like to hang out. And I very much um, appreciate your Uh, comments, feedback, and support. So until next time, you are the bosses of your own money. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice. Hey there, Money Boss Parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com.